Bowen Hancock and the One Piece Podcast, a weekly podcast discussion on the One Piece television series on Netflix, the 2023 live action uh, series based off of the manga and also the anime uh, One Piece. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Excellent. And in the province of Alberta, Canada? Hey, everyone. It's Sean. Hope you're doing well. Indeed. And in the state of Missouri? Greetings, everybody. This is Kevin. Kevin, how are you, sir? Anxiously awaiting season two. Indeed. Fair enough. We'll talk, we'll talk a little about that too tonight. Um, but I must say, uh, Kevin, you do sound a lot better than usual for some reason with your... your uh, your speaker setup, especially when you're closer to your uh, speaker too. So you're doing it. Well, that's probably it. I mean, I got the phone right next to my mouth. Oh, okay. So you, you're not doing. You're doing it through uh, your your cell phone. Yeah, I've been doing these mostly through my cell phone. Um, okay. um, when I'm on my computer, I have my I have a, a a big nice microphone for it, but I just haven't been using it for these these podcasts. So right. when I use that microphone, the microphone sounds pretty good. But when I'm using my cell phone, I have to pretty much talk like this. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because I know for some of the other podcasts we've done, yeah, you got you actually even bought the the, the brand new microphone for for those podcasts. I think, right? Yeah, based on uh, Mr. Watson's uh, recommendation. Yeah, that's right. That's right, uh, Mr. Watson of uh, um, various other podcasts. Uh, he, I'm, I'm not even sure which ones he does now because he doesn't. Yeah, formerly of Horror Corridor. Yeah, yeah. Hara Karada. That's how I be. Yeah, close yeah. enough. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, that's cool. So uh, who are we and what do we do here besides talk about the One Piece show? Well, basically, uh, we are going through each episode of the season. The entire season was released on August 31st, 2023. Uh, and uh, we've been talking about each episode weekly, uh, even though uh, we – we, we could have uh, just binged the whole show because uh, that's how Netflix at least did it for this television series. But we decided to do what we usually do when we do television series podcasts and just do one episode per week on one episode of the show. Um, so uh, let's see here. So who are we again? We're Dark Discussions Podcast Network is where we're located, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, the network includes all the podcasts that you can hear any of the people on this podcast do. So uh, we do this podcast, but we do all these others as well. And everybody on this podcast is a participant in some of those other podcasts. And uh, once this podcast wraps up, uh, we get some uh, good stuff to go with the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews podcast. And we'll, we'll talk about all of that after because uh, folks who are listening to this podcast, we don't want to lose you if you guys want to keep on hearing your host assuming you like our uh, feedback at least on this show you may like our uh, discussions uh, about movies and other tv shows and, and things of that matter um okay so today is october 24th 2023 that we're recording this uh for some of our listeners like pam who are always curious when we record these episodes because sometimes uh for our main podcast on the network dark discussions podcast uh we don't necessarily release them immediately uh but since this is a television series show uh podcast we actually released them quite early, so uh, we'll have this one released uh, on October 26th, Thursday. So by the time you hear this, uh, it will already be 
Ah, Got Siri already. Man, that was early. Damn, Siri. Anyway, um, (laughs) so yes, yes. uh, Question, Phil. Yes, yes. So how many episodes are in the top ten of the of the site right now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do that. So what we're gonna do, um we've been doing this on the Dark Discussions podcast recently, which is the main podcast of our um network. And we've been releasing and stating the top ten episodes of the network, uh each each episode. So the next dark discussions we, we talk uh by listing out the top ten podcast so yeah let's do that for this one here so uh, we got top 10 podcasts of the dark discussions news network uh let's see what uh we have uh as the top 10 and let's see where bo hancock is all right so i gotta do the sort here here we go all right so we got it um let's see okay so the top 10 and there's uh no ties so we're, we're we're in good shape here. oh that's interesting there were two last week yeah, yeah. So we we actually do have ten. We don't have eleven like we did last week. Hmm. Um, all right. So uh, this is going to include some podcasts that aren't Bowen Hancock, but uh, here we go. So Doc Discusses podcast episode five fifty nine, Speak No Evil, uh, which was a horror film from Denmark that we reviewed back in December of last oh, that's year. Back on. <laughs> yeah, it's back on. I think it's back on because uh, I mentioned it a couple times on the Doc Discusses podcast recently about uh, when I was saying Eric. Our co-host on that on that podcast had us watch all these horribly depressing films, and I mentioned <laughs> Speak No Evil was one of them, and I think that's people saying it went back to start listening to it. So, yeah, Speak No Evil <laughs> is number 10. Uh, number 9, uh, yeah, there's been a big shift because uh, number 9, which was uh, Dark Discussions Podcast, episode 595, is Venus, the Spain, film from Spain. That was actually number 1 uh, just five days ago. So, uh, yeah, we got a big shift. Wow, yeah, huge. Yeah. Uh, number 8 is Boa Hancock and the One Piece Podcast. Oh, there's, there's Kevin Lutz right there. Um, uh, let's see, episode 4, by Pirates Are Coming. Uh, and then number seven is Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast, episode seven, The Girl with the Sawfish Tattoo. And then episode for number six is Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast, episode six, The Chef and the Chore Boy. Yeah, that's funny, six and six. Yeah, yeah, right. And then <laughs> cinema number number five is Cinema a la Carte podcast, episode 16, Everything, Anywhere, All at Once. And then number four is Bo Hancock in the One Piece podcast, episode five, Eat at Barati. And that one's been holding up. That one, that one is, I think, maybe our most popular from the series. Uh, and then number three is Dr. Crush's podcast, episode 597, It Lives Inside. Uh, and then number two is Dr. Discussions podcast, episode 98, You're Killing Me. And then number one is, uh, and Sean will appreciate this, Dark Discussions Podcast, episode 596, Influencer. Ah. The Canadian film. And, and Sean, Sean and me and Barrett did that episode. And, yeah, that yes, one jumped all the way to the top spot. And that's a, a four- to five-week-old episode now. Yeah, not as good many Boa Hancocks in there as last time, but that's fine. That's good. Yeah, we have one, <laughs> two, three, four in the top yeah, because last week, uh, just on Thursday, there was like six of them, I think. Yeah, I think it was six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah there, was a, there was a big shuffle. There's a big shuffle this week uh, since last Thursday or or whenever we recorded uh, a week ago, a week and a half ago when we, we last read it. Um, so, yeah, it's cool how dynamic it is. It's neat to see that. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. 
Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so we do a bunch of other podcasts. Uh, a bunch of them were listed there, Cinema a la carte, and Dark Discussions podcast. Uh, we also have uh, Halloween Between Psychotronic Reviews, among others. Uh, but we'll talk all about that in house cleaning at the end of this episode. So uh, what we do here, uh, first off, we have www.darkdiscussions.com is the podcast website, the network website. You can find this podcast there as well as you can find it wherever podcasts are found, uh, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and whatnot. Uh, you can find it two places on those podcast sites. Uh, one is just search for Boa Hancock and the One Piece Podcast, and it'll pop up. Or you can just search for Doc Discussions Podcast, and this podcast falls in that podcast feed as well. Uh, so uh, there's two ways you can uh, listen to us that way through podcast sites. Um, Boa Hancock and the One Piece uh, feed only has this podcast on it, while the Doc Discussions podcast has all the podcasts that your co-hosts you hear tonight are also on. Um, all right, so we have an email, docdiscussions at AOL.com. Just put in Boa Hancock or put in one piece uh, in the um, subject, and uh, that will make us know that the email is directly for this network's podcast, this one we're talking on right now, because that email is for the entire network. Uh, also, um, Sean, we do have some other things on the website, darkdiscussions.com. Yeah, so you can uh, click on the link for Patreon, which is a way that people can support different creators. Uh, it'll take you to Patreon. Uh, basically, we ask if you can afford it. We know the financial times are terrible pretty much around the board, across the board. But if you were able to donate even a dollar a month, towards the podcast it makes a difference the podcast itself and for all the sister podcasts within the network are all released for free across all the different uh, podcast providers but there's a ton of costs and expenses behind the scenes so again anything that you can donate as i say even if it's a dollar a month makes a difference for us uh, if you're able to afford uh, five dollars a month for every five dollars a month that you put in you can actually put in a movie you'd like to get a review done of and every quarter There'll be a draw where one of those movies is picked, and if it's your movie, then it'll either be reviewed on the Dark Discussions main feed, or it will be on one of the sister podcasts, depending on where it falls genre-wise. Um, again, if you're not able to support us financially, totally understood, but if you can support us by downloading and sharing the podcast and stuff across social media, that's a big help, and just listening helps. So just thank you for your support and helping us be able to be doing this like Phil, what is it? How many years is it now? Uh, I think since thirteen. Uh, yeah, uh, since two thousand and three. Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah, eleven. Right. Yeah, yeah, something so like, like that. Yeah. Yeah, twelve or thirteen years. Right. So. Yeah, something, something I guess like twelve that, yeah. right now. So, but yeah, yeah, so we've only been able to do this because people have been able to support us, right? So we appreciate you giving us an opportunity to do this. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and 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 one further thing for for you, Barrett. Uh, um, all seven episodes of this podcast are in the top 13. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this has been a very uh, – the, the echo. I think it's from Kevin Lutz. Uh, but either way um, – Oh, sorry. That was my clock. All right, fair enough. Uh, no worries. Uh, but either way, um, the thing is, is this here uh, podcast is, seems to be one of the more popular podcasts on the network, uh, unfortunately. So uh, – we may be wrapping it up tonight, and we'll explain why. We'll uh, be back. 
We will be back. Yes, we'll talk about that too. Um, but either way, what we do here is we talk about everything and anything related to uh, the episode because we're assuming that anybody who's listening is a fan of the show has watched the show and they're here to listen to uh, other folks, uh, podcasters, uh, or people, if you want to say, quote, unquote, are in, that are in media because technically you could say we are. Um, we, we are here to uh, give our thoughts on the episode uh, more than just reviewing it. All right, so uh, let's go and talk about what this episode is, and uh, that's pretty easy to go with. Uh, it's uh, the f- finale, the season finale. Uh, it's called Worst in the East. It's episode eight, uh, directed by Joseph uh, Valdica, and uh, written by Matt Owens and Stephen Maeda. Stephen Maeda and uh, Matt Owens are the the, the, the showrunners, uh, and it's based off of uh, Ichiro Oda's uh, manga, who um, is uh, one of the producers. Um, as we, we mentioned, uh, some of the stars, Naki Godoy, Emily Rudd, among, among others. And uh, one thing that was interesting, uh, the narrator of the, in the first episode was uh, Ian McShane, by the way. So that was yeah. Cool. yeah, that was neat. Yeah. Oh, of this yeah. show, really? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. yeah. yeah. Maybe I forgot that because I know that vo- I know his voice pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's great. Um, he was he was awesome in Sexy Beast, right, Sean? He was, he was well, I remember him back in the '80s where he did a show called Lovejoy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and that's right. You you watch a lot of Brent British uh, television, so yeah, you you would know it. Yeah. yeah. Was that a comedy or was that a? Uh, uh, oh, like thriller? Detective, wasn't it? It was kind of a mystery with uh, with some comedy to it. Was he a good guy in that one? Oh, uh... Well, he was the protagonist. Yeah, okay. So he wasn't the Okay, he was the protagonist. The thing is, he was he was an antiques dealer, so sometimes he would, you know, he knew to, um, uh, sometimes he would try to, you know, he would help to try to try to determine the, the bad, you know, the fake stuff from the good stuff. But every now and then he would, he would sell, sell fake stuff, fake antiques, but most of the time to bad people. Must have been pretty young in that. You said eighty well, three. It was in the eighties. Wow. So late eight, late eighties, early nineties is when he did. Long it. before Deadwood. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Long before Deadwood. Yeah, that's right. He was in that too. Yeah. Oh, he was awesome. awesome. He was in <laughs> so American. My, he was in American Gods too. as a star in that. Totally yes, he was. Too. Yeah, but then also, and but I also liked him a lot in. Um, I don't remember games. Uh, what well, was yeah, it? Well, yeah, um, the one, one, the one episode. The one was episode was great. Yeah. Oh, okay, but he was also in the John Wick movies, and I really John liked Wick him movies, in that. Yeah. Right, so I, the only I, thing I was. Uh, go on. No, I was going to say the only question I had for Kevin. So when he says it's the protagonist, is in a protagonist as to how. Harold Lauder is a protagonist. <laughs> I don't or know. Has a real protagonist. Well, right, well, <laughs> Kevin never seen, seen the stand. Oh, uh, so he saved what? himself then. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Don't see. Have it. you it's read terrible. the book? Have you read the book, Kevin? No. Okay. No, I, I, he, I he wouldn't know your reference then. Oh, okay. No, I sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, did, Stephen did, King fans. But... Uh, well, he he may have saw the the first miniseries. Did you see the original miniseries with Gary Sinise? No. Okay. No, I actually missed. I, I actually, I actually missed that one. No, he was. I mean, he is generally a. He was. He's generally a good guy, but he's just one of those that I'm. That he's trying to. He's just trying to make a living. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Right, well, he's, a wor- because, he's a working actor. Uh, yeah. 
No, no, I mean he was. I right, mean the what? character. The character oh, was the character a, himself. The yeah. character is just a guy that's just trying right, to well, trying to make a try to make a living. I mean he's not right, he's well, not the type gotta, of person you want to be like, but he's 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 fine. All right, we we got we got to get back onto the episode because we're people, we're probably having people hang, uh, shutting off the podcast because we're not talking about One Piece. So uh, let's talk about One Piece. Um, right. So let's give our thoughts on this uh, finale. Uh, so let's start with you, Sean. Uh, I thought it was another absolutely fantastic episode. Every bloody episode was fantastic, and it's not often that you get a series of any any genre being able to have every single episode is fantastic. And I thought they did a great job wrapping up the first season and building up for what we get next season, and just a feel good energy about it. I can't think of a single show that had every episode you get as no, good as this. It's very rare to have that. So they're they're on uh, hallowed ground at this point. So. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's go with you, uh, Kevin. Yeah, it's it's hard to find a, a show that each episode is very good. Each episode is um entertaining. You know, each episode is well done. There isn't a dud. There, there's no there's, lemons. There's nope. no lemons. There's no duds. And no filler. Each, and no filler. I mean, Ooh, you, yes, point. you will have better shows than others, but that doesn't mean that that show was bad. It just means that the one show just happened to be a little better than the others. You know, that that's kind of the thing. Yeah, I mean, these are... I mean, you can't you can't like put on one one episode and say, yeah, no, no, not really. It was, yeah, that was a good episode. Oh no, oh that was a good episode. Oh wow, that was a good episode. Oh, that was a really good episode. I mean, that's this is a good show, and like I said, I can't wait for season two because also you 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 like the you like a lot of the characters. I mean, even yep. you know the Grand Admiral guy, I liked him. You know. uh Cody, um, and you know you like him. You even like the 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 the, the blonde haired guy that was the kind of the stuck up jerky. You come to like him, you yeah. know. And let's not forget, you know, Zoro and Nami, and you know, and obviously Luffy. But I and mean, Song you, you great too. Yeah, you know, and, you, know you, you come to like all of them. Yep. You know, equally, and then and the thing is, is that you know, and and you come to, and it's like you have the enemies. It's like, all right, he's he's like, okay, he's a he's an enemy, he's clearly an enemy, and it's just it, and it's just fun to watch him get defeated. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Bert. Yeah, I mean, this show is like no other. Um, it makes you feel for the characters. It makes you like side characters. Uh, it just has such feeling, and it can evoke such feeling when you're watching it. It just it's doing an amazing job. This was a great finale. Uh, it did everything it needed to do. It buttoned up all the current storylines while leaving the major storyline open. Um, I, I just can't think of a better show that has been so consistent and so well acted and well filmed. Um, it is stellar. Uh, it's pretty amazing, actually. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, the show is, is just absolutely fantastic. Uh, this episode uh, did not disappoint. 
Um, I, I mentioned how it seems like each episode is better and better and better. Um, and that's technically true, though. I mean, if uh, uh, we look through it, I'm sure I, I would say, oh, this one I love more, that one I love more, or whatever. But this this is a, a great, uh, uh, absolute, a fantastic finale, and a uh, big, big thumbs up for um, this whole season, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, I, I loved it as well. Um, all right, so uh, what we're going to do, um, basically, this is going to be, we decided because Halloween is next Tuesday when we usually do our recordings, um, we're going to wrap up the podcast for the season tonight. Uh, usually, what we usually do is we have a final episode after the fact where we talk about our favorite character, uh, our favorite episode, uh, what what we think happens next season, you know, things of that nature and whatnot. But, but again, um, just due to timing, uh, we're, we're going to just uh, wrap up everything tonight. So tonight's episode, we're going to talk about um, the finale, but we'll talk about the whole season in general as well and maybe things we think of next year. Unfortunately, you won't get to hear why we, you know, Nami is our favorite character or Luffy is our favorite character or whatever because uh, we're not putting up putting a list together like uh, we would have if, if we had uh, a wrap-up episode. Um, but maybe maybe we'll have a, uh, uh, an episode, uh, a preview episode of Season 2 when, when Season 2 is about to be released. But we'll, that's we'll a good call. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as they don't just drop it and, you know, out of the blue without telling us, you know, if they say I think that, they're going to be more you – know. I think maybe before that might be, but I think because it's so popular that they're going to make sure that there's good marketing for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. to be, be honest, this one, um, they did market it for weeks before it was released. So it, it, that's how I found out about it because my uh, kids were were um, watching some TV show on Peacock network and believe it or not netflix was advertising on the peacock network and um my kids immediately knew the show because um i had taken them to see uh one of the movies uh at the theater the the anime movies that came to okay the theater and then also um uh when we go to uh conventions because we would go to all the halloween and horror and anime and superhero conventions and stuff uh i bring them um and when we go to anime conventions the the one piece stuff is everywhere and they they're big fans of bowie hancock just because she's cool looking um so so that yeah so that's um they were the ones that say, look, Dad, this is a live-action show. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so hopefully we'll hear about its release early and we can then uh, do a preview episode. Um, all right. So, uh, I guess, uh, again, we, we spoil everything because, again, you're here because you've followed the show and you've watched the show and you just want to hear us discuss um, our opinions. So, uh, we can just begin. Well, where do we want to start? Who wants to begin? Uh, we can go anywhere well, else. Go with what I touched on last week with the the friendly rivalry between Zoro and Sanji, and just <laughs> like it to me, I know I, I, mean, it's, I know it's it's a it's happened in other shows and stuff, but like to me, it was like the Legolas and Gimli stuff in Lord of the Rings, mm. where they're just doing their thing and just cannot give credit to the other person, and I just it was just a very fun, playful. Um, little thing as you're going and battling Arlong's uh, fishmen uh, through the the episodes, so I just I thought that was really cool and just moments where they both like they each saved each other, but it's just like very cocky and <laughs> like kind of like a you know just it was very very fun with that, so I thought that was really cool. 
Right, right. Yep, no, that's fair. That's fair. And, and that's an excellent analogy, uh, the Gimli uh, Legolas um, analogy. Yeah, so that's, I like it. Um, oh, I, I also uh, like um, what you said, Kevin, which is uh, uh, the redemption or the full redemption, I guess, of Helmepo. Uh, his character is actually pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, by the end of this, this series, and uh, this 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 episode here uh, pretty much brings him f- uh, full circle from well, not full circle, but 180 from the awful human being we saw at the beginning of the season to uh, um, one of the more um, best friends with Kobe. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> one, one of the best, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, when he gets saved by Kobe and he's shocked because he just assumed Kobe was an enemy, you know, for for no real reason, just just because reasons. of what he would do, right? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. right, 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 and 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 uh, yeah. So I think that changed changed his persona uh, quite yeah. a bit, you know. So uh, that, that was pretty awesome. Um, but tying off of that, I will have to say that I can totally admit I was completely wrong about Garp, and that yep. Garp was awesome. And I totally admit I was like way off base or whatever. But I enjoyed even his turn and just getting more of a, you know, fleshing out of what he actually was trying to do. And like, again, his concern with when he's, when they're at the end of the episode and there's like, well, we're in trouble because we didn't follow the rules. He's like, no, a good Marine isn't just about following the rules. The good Marine is following your code and every yep. person has the code. And I thought that was like, okay. You, and I'm then on he also admits that fat, is it fast? The, the chef is right. As yep. well, he's like, ah, maybe it's, he's right. It is the new generation time. coming. Yep. It's their time. Yep. So. Well, I, I also like uh, what what Kevin said too, which is I, I never thought he was going to be a villain or a really evil guy, but I could see him being an antagonist because he's after Luffy. But and and Le- Kevin, you brought it up right away, which is, but he hasn't done anything evil. He's just doing what a marine and an admiral and the marines would have to do, and and that's where I thought they were going to go. Where they would just have him as that antagonist, but uh, but and uh, yeah, we know, we know the true story, which is uh, uh, he's more than than an antagonist. He's actually um, I wouldn't call him a protagonist because protagonist is a lead character, but but he's he's definitely on the good side. He's so, basically right? a mentor, in yeah. <laughs> kind of a mentor, but in an odd way for Luffy because yeah. he's he's basically testing him to make sure he's ready to be on his own, and yeah. uh, through all this he. He sees what he wants to see. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing about his character compared to you know from the flashbacks where he's trying to put Luffy on a certain path because he thinks it's the right thing and and it's the and the morally and and whatever way to be or go I should say you know become a marine and whatnot. Um, but he lost that battle. And he still loves Luffy, and at this point he's now um, on Luffy's side, and is a mentor in a different way now. Instead of a mentor trying to get him to become a Marine in, in a certain way of life, he let Luffy chose his own way, and now Garp is, is a mentor by helping him in his the path that, that Luffy wants, not the path that Garp wanted for Luffy. And it's like when the blacksmith strengthens or strengthens the steel, right? That you put yep. that extra stuff to, to use so that the sword is truly strong and, and durable and be able to take the, the, the uh, wear and tear that's going to come across. So I thought that was great. The other thing I was going to say, and then you guys can go on, is 
I loved when they do the reveal of all the people witnessing Luffy being, you know, getting the $30 million bounty. And just how all, all the people he helped and just all their, like, positive, you know, just such a good vibe to that. And then when you get, uh, uh, Mihawk going to Shanks and telling him and showing him what Luffy's been able to do and just seeing the joy that that crew had was just so nice. And then when they do the, when the, the, the actual, um, the group, the crew does their vow and you see each of them doing their vow as a kid, like that was just so awesome. Yep. And it just, I don't know, for me, it was just such a great, great, energy and just a really just feel good thing that does not always happen in shows yeah and some you don't get talking from you just see the smile on their face when they see that he's on there i mean it's just it was so well done and so important to the the show i think to show that that it was just awesome right right and also it has proven that um all these folks actually um, they all liked Luffy, but now they really like know he's the man. Yeah. And I put and and, and man and, and and the capital M. And and because prior to that they liked them and whatnot, but you know, they would roll their eyes or they wouldn't take him seriously or or whatever. But now by the end of the, the season one, um they're a hundred on board team Luffy for sure. And then somewhere well, down mean, the road. I, I don't – I'm sorry. I, just, I don't know if I would go as far as to say that they all liked him at the first. It's – I mean, like when he would say, okay, this is my crew. Excuse me. And everyone would say, we're not a crew. But the well, thing that's, is – Well, that's what I meant, the, the eye rolling. But continue. Yeah, it's like we're not, we're not a crew. I mean, Nami was kind of the – I only – you know, I'm only here for a couple – you know, for a little bit, but I'm not sticking around. Um but then later on, we see that, okay, yeah, she is sticking around. Of course, then she betrays, but then she, she betrayed. I mean, she had to, but, but the thing is, is that she was happy to have Luffy's, Luffy's, uh, assistance in the end. She was, she was actually happy that Luffy stuck around for her. And, um, I mean, even Zoro, who was very hard, just, you know, we're not a crew. I'm not a part of your crew. And then at the end, when he kind of comes back, because Luffy was kind of there, you know, while he was recuperating, like, hey, you know, I'm here for you. And he says, uh, you know, I promise to be your uh, first mate. Right, right. Well, and and um, I want to bring up some other points, too, about his character. He He's he's not do- like Kobe. Is, does the things he does because it's it's the thing that a marine does. So even though he likes Helmelpo, he saved him because also that's his duty to do that. That's what a marines are supposed to do when someone's in danger. You, you help them. Luffy is, and again, this is I'm going to throw this out to you, Kevin. Um, it, it is like like the, a Jesus figure in a sense, and I'll say why because it, it, well, if not a Jesus figure, at least biblical passage figure, because you know, do unto others as you would want others to do unto you, and you know, your brother, your a brother of you, or whatever the phrases are, and and the point is, is that like when um, Zoro is down and out. It's Luffy that that pulls him out. When when Nami is is down and out, it's Luffy that 
pulls him out, pulls her out, and 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 on and on, and it's like why? And they're all confused, like why are you doing this? Um, because he goes, you're my friend, you're my family, you're my brother, you're my sister, and and they they just suddenly wake up and go, oh my god, this guy, the because Luffy looks at them as if they are him. In other words, he he would do for them the same things he would do for himself. And I would touch on on that. I see. I still say King David, but go ahead. Yeah, that's good. Go ahead, uh, Kevin. I mean, um, Sean. Uh, No, I was just going to say that Luffy and Arlong are the antithesis of each other. Because Luffy's talking about when he's having the final fight with Arlong, and Arlong's just basically, you know, showing he has no regard for Nami. And he was happy to use her and betray her and eat her all up or whatever kind of thing, right? Where Luffy is all about, she's my person, and she's my per, she's a person. Everyone should have the dream and be able to have the freedom to live their dream, their life. And just the difference in how his approach is and Arlong's, which is the, as I say, the complete diametrically opposite, which is well, it's only about him, right? Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, Luffy was really upset at Arlong. He says, you made my navigator cry. Yeah. You know, he really, I mean, he it's, it shows that he, and even at the end, when he's fighting against um, the, the vice admiral, you know, and the vice admiral says, yeah, at the end, they, they stop fighting, and he says, you know, but you're going to be, you're on your own now. He says, no, I don't. I have my friends. Yep. That's right. Yeah, he does say that. Um, now, now, uh, uh, you mentioned King David. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of noise in the background, but um, you, you mentioned King David. Uh, and and I, all I know about King David is that he was the, the king of Israel, uh, I think the third king of Israel back in 1000 BC. But but what, what is. Oh, it says, yeah, third. I'm looking it up right here. It says, according to the. No, nah, he was the, the second king. king. Okay, it says he had third king. Uh, no, anyway. at first it was King Saul, and then after that it was King David. Uh, it says here, uh, yeah, it says Saul, David, and Solomon. So was existing under the reigns of Saul. Yeah, so he was the second. Solomon was the third, then, right? Right. Okay, so, so uh, one reference here just. But, missed, but the whole, but the thing is, is that the thing is, is that David was in exile. Like after he was anointed king by by the, and I'm you know th- this is kind of a weird conversation to be having for the show, but well, how is it? How is it? But no, but how does it li- link to Luffy? Is what what I'm curious. Because David fought for the people that followed him. He recruited people. He he took people who were kind of the riffraff, and he said, you know, and the thing, and he says, you know, come with me. He wasn't trying to, he was, I mean, he was just saying, here, I'm here for you. And he fought for them. He cared about them. I mean, yes, David was known as a a pre-Christ-like figure. But the thing is, is that David, though, did fight. David fought in wars. David, you know, was not perfect. So, yeah, David made mistakes. Luffy made mistakes. Not many, but he still made mistakes. And, um you know, Luffy was also a leader like David, but he was also a warrior leader like like David. You know, be it in exile. And the thing is, is that also David went around and he would help villages with marauders. David went around. He would, like if there were 
bad families or whatever going around and, and terrorizing people, David um, David helped fight them. You know, to, David freed a lot of villages from uh, you know from marauders and 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 warring like neighbor neighbor villages. Yeah, and that's what what I think the Luffy's going to be kind of like. So I can see why you say he's a reference because first of all, they're, they're, he's not perfect, like David. But like David, he's a uh, a guy that's going to go out and um, um, help folks rather than be a pirate that's going to rob and murder and pillage. Um, so that's a, that's an interesting um, analogy. Um, so wh- where do we want to go next on, on the show uh, specifically this? episode but anything else that's related to this episode from that we can pull up from prior episodes too um what else we got well i just think we talked about it before but just the idea of how you're throughout the the first season we had a bunch of disparate people coming together and you're like you're not sure how they're going to coexist and then by the end of it you see how they're brought together and they become a family and you see all of their backstories, each of their backstories, and it just flushes out so much more of the characters that and how they got to where they they are, and it's it's all of that stuff just is like a straight narrative that doesn't get sidetracked or lose the you know the energy that it's building, and I think it's just very hard for many like many shows to keep doing or like be able to do that and do it as effectively as they did this season. Yeah, I, I concur with that. What about you guys, uh, Barrett? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. Where else do we want to go? Um, what about um, – we, we mentioned Arlong, you know, uh, in comparison to Luffy. Uh, you know, they're polar opposites. But but um, what more I, – I'm, I'm, I was thinking about this earlier today and I could be way off but you know you know Luffy not Luffy I'm sorry Arlong is this guy that comes from a group of folk that were shit on in the past and now that they've gotten their rights they have two options they can they can become part of society and and I'm hearing a lot of noise in the background Um, but uh, we have uh you know, a part of society and be uh, good citizens and whatnot, or they can get vengeance. And he chooses vengeance, and not just vengeance against the direct people that were bad to him, but anybody that is not his people. But the thing is, is he's not even truly fighting for the cause. He's fighting him for himself under the guise of the cause, right? Because that's oh, what it is. Right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, he's I using everybody, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think it's both. I think I think he, he's definitely uh, self-interest and is trying to pull in the cash for himself. But I, I also think um, he does truly hate the humans. But well, I think, yeah, he could do that. But I think he also has a situation where he would, like you were saying, but he doesn't care about anyone. And he would if he could get if he had to sacrifice his people to get what he he wants. There's no question he would do that. I have no question he would do I, that. I agree. Yeah, he's willing to sacrifice anything it's for like, himself. It's it's it just it just shows <laughs> that like you you know again just 
the different way that people approach things, right? And like he is someone who's taking a cause, you know, that you can, you in a way, you can understand why the people may feel un, unhappy about things, but he's taking it and then twisting it to his own end, right? And that's the thing that's that. Well, what that, he's doing is, I mean, what he's doing is he's taking a past, he's taking a past you know, injustice, a legitimate past injustice, but got re- got rectified. But the problem is, is that he, instead of, because he was like trying to, I mean, he was trying to make, as, right as they were about to fight, he made it sound like it was Luffy's fault just as much as anybody else's for his enslavement when Luffy had absolutely nothing to do with it. You know, it's like he wanted Luffy to pay for something that Luffy had absolutely nothing to do with. I mean, Luffy was not, I mean, he wasn't, he was never a slave. You know, okay. No, he was never a slave. And we all know that Luffy knew that. And he's, but he's like, you know, but, uh, but the, the, I'm, I'm sorry. What was this? Uh, what's what's the guy's name again? Uh, our 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 log. Our log is like blaming any human Nikki Haley's record on for as Governor Haley you know everything. Where it's like there's a lot of I mean most humans yeah. had absolutely nothing to do with it. But the thing is, is that our log is using that hatred, that sense of vengeance, to build power for himself. And he's also, I think he, he's both, I, I think, I mean, Arlog knows that Luffy had nothing to do with it. But the thing is, he sees Luffy as a human and it's like, I hate all humans, but I'm going to use that hatred to get what I want. So he wants revenge against humans and he's also using it to become, you know, like, like a, a master of, of all the seas. You know, essentially he wants to rule the world. And so he's using his, past experience to fuel his hatred and that past experience and hatred from fellow fishmen to help him get what he wants, you know, to get that, to conquer the world. And that's essentially what he's looking for. So he, he has a hatred and he's using that hatred. Even though you, even though you can argue, even though you can argue full well that he probably knows that Luffy had nothing to do with it, but he doesn't care because Luffy's human. And so he's pretty much bigoted against all humans. And he's also bigoted against any fisherman who actually wants to live peacefully with humans. He sees them as traitors. And the one thing I wanted to throw in is the actor who plays Arlong is fantastic. The way he oh, carries yeah. him, the way he, like just fantastic and it was and i liked how the, he ends up being the, the big boss for the first season and it, it makes oh, yeah. sense that he was right so well, but again he, fantastic he, casting I, yeah i have a feeling he's going to be back i mean even though the building fell on him oh yeah you know, the building fell on him but he's still strong he's still tough he'll be back i mean i agree I mean, the thing is, is that if you look through the season, every single bad guy, every single, you know, boss, not the big, even not even not the big boss, but just any boss that Luffy fought against, they all ended up, um, 
that none of them died. Yeah. You know, so they're going to the all come the, back. Yeah. At the end of the show, we even have like that first pirate woman who is at the bar. Alvita, you know, yeah. Talking with, yep. talking with Buggy. The first know, enemy. The, right. The first <laughs> enemy. Then you have the cat guy. He's, he, he, he escaped. He in a rowboat, but he escaped. So he'll be back. So it's like, you know, he, Luffy, and, and so the only one that looked, cause I mean, Arlog's entire army is gone. Well, is our army on that island is gone, but you can, but you know that he'll use that hatred and build up another army. So he'll go after, so he'll show up again. What it feels like is that these enemies will come back like the Sinister Six and Spider-Man, where you all fight them individually and then they get pissed off and unite because that's the only way they're going to take down Spider-Man. And that's what it feels like with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's very possible. I also have a theory, but I'll, I'll get to it later. Uh, if you want, if you want to get to it now, it's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, at that one point where, um, the, the the vice admiral is talking with Luffy, Luffy has that is that his characteristic smile on his face says, "I'm going to be the king of the pirates," but then he sees the last, you know, the one that had the one, you know, the one piece. And he had a very similar smile to Luffy's. I ha- and so I have a feeling that that pirate is actually Luffy's dad. And so, yeah, that means he executed his own son. But I have a feeling that Luffy is the son of that pirate. Interesting. Of of, of 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 which pirate? The one who was executed the, the first episode. The straw uh, hat guy? Yeah. Uh, I got the straw hat from? Uh, no. Is that no, what you're talking about? No. No, it was no, the no, guy no, with no, the... No, no, no. The guy that, that has the one piece that says everybody should go... Oh, yeah. I yeah, at the yep, start, yeah, yeah. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. You know, because he was king of the pirates, and now you have Luffy saying, I'm going to be king of the pirates. And it right. just... And it looks like... um. You know, it looks like, uh, I mean, just kind of the way that the, the facial expression and all that. And you can see, you know, Garp's, um, you know, kind of looking at him and is remembering the face of the guy. And he's sitting there thinking, and because they look similar, it's like he reminds him of the guy. And it almost, it, it just to me, it seems like this guy is Luffy's father. Because we never really hear about Luffy's father. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he saw Shanks as like a father figure, but it was obvious that Shanks was not his father. It would be quite a twist, though, that you executed your son, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, it's it's happened before. But I mean, it, I mean, if you're going to go down that road, that it's like it's a great story, right? But I think he would have been more. Thing. I think he would have been more evil in this if that were the case. If that was his own son, which is which is another fair point. Yeah. Well, but it'll be interesting to see what happens, right? So it's, a, it's an yeah. interesting theory, that's for sure. Yep. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll find it out. Uh, but I, I know, Kevin, you said you were thinking of taking a, a look at um, the enemy. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, while I'm waiting, 
Yeah. You know, while I'm waiting for uh, uh, the next season, I, I'd like to I'd like to try at least one. I mean, Netflix has so many of them, like so many of the movies and all that. But it does have the actual um, has the series on there, so I might as well might as well start watching that and seeing you know how what the differences are and all that sort of thing. And it's funny because when you look at the wanted poster, it's it looks more like a foot photograph rather than a drawing. Right. Because I mean, even when it includes the back of uh, the one guy's head, um, you know. Which which guy? One guy. Uh, the 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 guy with the slingshot. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm oh, uh, I, lo- I love that. Yeah, it it has the back of Yusuf's head, Yusuf's head, so the the one girl recognizes that. Yeah, I love that. that. I yeah. love that. And she's so happy for him. Yeah. yeah well, the is thing is, cool is that one. I mean, even the the cook, you know, he was happy because he sees this yep. and he's like, you know, that's who you know uh, Sanji traveled off with, and um. All that sort of thing. So it's interesting. And it's like I'm watching it right now where, you know, Kobe gives the uh, – Cody, Kobe, you know, gives the the wanted poster. Kobe gives the wanted poster to Luffy and he's like all happy and all that. And then, you know, Luffy looks at him and says, you know, be a good Marine. And even though the Marines are going to be hunting him in the future. So, I mean, but he's like, you know, that's your dream. Be, you know, and live your dream. Let's, well, we got some more echo there. Uh, so we we have uh, let's see what else we want to talk about. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Uh, Nami for this episode because uh, even though it's her village, right? Um, what 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 do we have to say about that? Uh, obviously, um, she's re- accepted. That, you know they know the truth now because uh, as we figured out uh, at the end of last episode. She tells her sister the truth, and 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 eventually the the whole village finds out. Uh, so she's back in good grace. Um, she's redeemed. It's her yeah, redeemed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But even then, she's like, when the the villagers are saying like, we're gonna stand, like we have to fight for our freedom. There's no choice. And she's like, yeah. you're gonna get massacred. This isn't your fight. And then that's when Luffy's like, no, this is our fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's just showing again that like. She's still feeling the guilt for all the stuff that's happened, and like Luffy's not worried about that stuff. He he knows he sees her light or whatever, and that's what he's focusing on. And right. I thought that was really cool, right? And as you've watched in the episode, right, where she's confronting Arlong, and he's going, "Oh, you could be, you could have been at my right hand," da, 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 da. and she's like, "No, you betrayed me." And he's like, "Oh yeah, well, I was just working. I was doing what the humans do." So it's like yeah, there's. <laughs> And just for her, you know, just calling calling him out and just, and then, yep, no, he doesn't have any scruples. He doesn't have loyalty. He's willing to sell you out, uh, you know, as soon as he can. Right, yep. And then, and again, showing just the difference between how Luffy is with the crew and how Arlong would be with his crew, right? Yep. What about anybody else that want to bring up, uh, discuss uh, their, their opinions on uh, Nami and her redemption there? 
I know you mentioned something, Barrett. You said it was a redemption and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I liked it, and I thought that it really did a good job of showing his bond to her and the bond that she now has with him because of because of the fact that he was there for her. Um, and I really liked that. I thought it was really, really well done. So many of these backstories for all the characters are just so well done. It's it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and we did. We did, we learned pretty much the backstories of uh, every every. Yeah, we actually learned the backstories of the whole crew, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because Usup was the was probably the weakest backstory because they didn't spend the biggest amount behind him. But but um, but we still got his backstory too. So so yeah, yeah, we got all their backstories. Uh, Nami's was the the one we were waiting for because it's like what's what's up with her because you know for, I think it was episode one right that she called Arlong on the phone even though we didn't know it was Arlong at that point um, and so we knew there was something up with her uh, but we finally got her backstory these last two episodes so yeah um, let's see what else did we want to go to uh, I just brought up the Nami part anybody else want to bring a, a piece up that, that we want to talk about well, the fight in general, I thought was really cool. Um, and I liked how they, I mean, Luffy was definitely the leader and they split things up the way they needed to. Um, it was just, it was a really cool fight. I, I loved that fight. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the battle scenes were, were pretty solid. I, I did like, uh, how, Usurp uh, had his his little thing off to the side, and, and no and one was there. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So there was some some good um, uh, comic relief in the episode in the middle of the battle, and and it worked well. It didn't feel forced. So, and then when he runs into the park, I'm here to save it. Oh, hey, you guys took care of me. Okay. <laughs> and I like when um, Sanji, you know, does his finish, you know, does all this, oh, yeah. all his moves. He says, what are you doing? He says, "I all good fighters, you know, name their, their finishing moves. He says, oh, you're going to fit right in. <laughs> yeah, because Luffy does that, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's right. Yeah. And yeah. it's so Japanese anime. I mean, yeah, it's totally. just. Because even the games and stuff are like that, you know. It's just like finishing moves. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it, it is so true. It is so true. That's one thing about the, this show is that it it is great as a live action, and yet it it still holds some truth to its its origin, you know, yes, as yes. anime and manga. So that that was good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Let's see. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know. Is there anything else about the episode, or, or even? The I think this just was an awesome episode, and it's just now where does season two take us? Yeah. Um, so I think that it's, it'll be tough to figure it out. I mean, I think this is just going to be a adventure story where there's going to be a season arc. And then they're going to have many, many stories within 
the season, similar to like X Files did or, or Supernatural or, or whatever. Where the, where they so my out. question for you, Phyllis, because you're more familiar with the the material, are there more crew members that are going to come across so that we would continue that, or is this the core group that we're going to be dealing with? Right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, this will probably be the the core, and, but okay. but there's going to be a lot of secondary characters. Yeah, that will will be um, friendly and join. Like a Boa Hancock? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, like a Boa Hancock. So there will be uh, crew members that will join for a bit and then disappear, and then they'll come back, you know, a season later or, or a few weeks later or something like that. So so there's going to be a lot of those type of characters uh, if if they continue the the way the, the manga slash anime went. Um, but core meaning extra people that will join and be part of Luffy's crew, and, and Luffy being the captain to them. Um, I think we're, I think this is it. We're, we're pretty much this done. Is it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it'll be you know, in other words, it'll be like more like um, Han Solo to Luke Skywalker, where neither of them are the boss, and then they'll join up for a while, then they split up for a Do while. Do their split up something? Yep, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that type of stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, I was surprised uh, that, and, and this this one was a little roll of the eyes because it came out of nowhere. Um, El, El Vida is still alive. Because she got punched off the ship in the first episode. <laughs> oh, that's why she survived. Right. Yeah, oh, because, because that, yeah. yeah, because the ship blew up. So they she was not on it, right? Yeah. But 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 you could still argue how did she survive in the middle of the ocean without drowning or or whatnot? You know? But I still accept, I accept it more than I do from Rings of Power, where somebody jumps. Oh god! And Our classic no, flows no are invincible. So <laughs> I didn't see that. Thank God. Um, so yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess that. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, she wasn't on the ship when it blew up. So yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll figure out what. Obviously, they're going to use her in the next season uh, because otherwise they wouldn't have bothered showing her. Um, and um, because she has a, she's going to be out for vengeance against Luffy for sure. Well, she's already said so, right? So it's yeah, uh, yeah. going to be a matter yeah. of what what happens, right? And Buggy yeah. is just. Ugh. He's just Buggy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see Buggy probably too in in the next season. Uh, I think we. Well, you know you will. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean he, you know he. First of all, he's like, okay, I promise I'll help you, and then when he reunites with his body, he he pretty much frees himself, gives him the double birdie, and leaves. <laughs> I, I do believe we will not be seeing Arlong again, though. Uh, no, I think we will. I think, think we so? will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think he died. I don't think he died in that, uh, you know, when the house collapsed on him. Um, I'm sure he survived that, and he'll just – he'll probably just come up with – because his entire army is gone. But I'm sure there are more fishermen that will have the same bigoted prejudices that he has and – He'll be able to use that and recruit more. All right, all right, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, we just saw we ne- we didn't see the body. Put it that way, right? Yeah, we didn't see the body. So yeah, I don't think he's dead, but I think it, it may be a while though before he actually does come up again. 
because you could just have so many other people coming out of the woodwork, right? Mm-hmm. All the bounty hunters, all the oh, the, oh, other... the, the the vampire, um, not the vampire. Yeah, it was the vampire. The, the guy that was the butler. That was a pirate. Curl. He's still he, yeah, he's still alive. He's yep. still around, and I'm just kind of wondering what's going to happen with, um, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, crumbs. I forgot the guys. Um, Shanks, and what's going to happen with the, uh, the the other swordsmen? Nihawk. Nihawk. You know, I mean, are they going to? I mean, how are they going to? You know, react with each other. How are they going to? I mean, is Nihawk going to be a bad guy? Is he? Because I mean, he almost killed, you know, Zoro, but that's only because Zoro challenged him. You know, I mean, I'm sure that they're going to come up, you know, they're going to fight again just because, uh, you know, Zoro wants to be the, you know, Zoro wants to be the best swordsman. In order to do that, he's got to beat that guy. guy. He has got to beat Nihawk. But the thing is, is that what about, you know, but will, I mean, will this guy actively pursue uh, Luffy or will he just, kind of live his own way what's and also i noticed that um uh shanks lost an arm yeah that's right so yeah. i mean you it just i mean you know you're going to see him again but the question is is that what uh what role because i mean he was happy to see uh luffy's um wanted poster so i mean what what's going to happen when they meet up again yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and and yeah, and I, I would assume it could happen in season two. Well, season two or later. I mean, well, let's just hope there is a more than just two seasons. So that's see, that's the one thing I'm worried about is um, with this one is that people are gonna. I mean, we're seeing like, okay, the one piece, the one piece. It's like, how long is it going to be until he finds the one piece? But he never finds the one piece. So will people just get bored of it and be done with it? Or will this be all right? I mean, will this uh, continue on for more than, than two seasons? I mean, it's the problem is, is that it's, it's kind of uh, unpredictable. I mean, you, United States, um, audiences are unpredictable. Right, right. In my opinion, we're we're unpredictable. We could really, really, really like a show, and it'll stay around for a long time. Or there's a really good show, and only lasts for two seasons, and all of a sudden it's gone. Oh, don't even say it. It's <laughs> terrible. Well, I mean, what was that one show that we liked to watch that that we that you uh, did it that we actually yeah, yeah, did uh, yeah. um yeah, uh the, it, it was a it was about the the um the FBI and profiling yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. Mine hunter, mine hunter, right? Mine hunter only was like two seasons. Yeah, and then they just they just and then they just know, stopped. Yeah, right, right. During during uh, end of season two, like four, three to four months later, they announced that the show was canceled. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there thinking, please don't do that to this show. Right, right. Yeah, that that would suck. For, if it, I know. I, I'm I'm wishing this show was developed by HBO or something instead of uh, instead of 
Netflix because Netflix, yeah, they could. Who knows what they'll do with the bastards? Yeah, that's a fair point. I'm not happy about that. Um, let's see. What um, what about Garp? What do you think his story arc will be in season two? Well, I think it'll be more about him doing the training with uh, Kobe, right? In Hell Napo. So, yeah. Seeing, so, I mean, you'll get to see a different side of him as to put what we saw in the first season, right? Because there was a, it was kind of almost, you know, you're giving one, you know, perception of him, and then you get the real perception by the end of the season and see the full character. And so I expect it's going to be more the just he's the mentor, right? And I'm sure that there'll be stuff. I'm sure that they're going to cross um, paths with Luffy again. So it'll just be a matter of what is the circumstances. Are they on the same side? Maybe they're fighting a mutual villain that has to be taken down. Something along those lines. Yeah. So. One, but the one thing that I'm, I'm hoping for, at least, is a um, is a background. I'm hoping for a background story. Yeah, that would be awesome, actually. Yeah, that would be really great. Yeah, and and to see the, see the individual that's the son, right? His son, Garp's son, and Buffy's dad, right? Because yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like you'd like to see the connection because I mean, obviously, you know, you know, Luffy is Garp's grandson, but you know, what does that mean? I mean, yeah, I mean, we know what that means, but I mean, who's who's you know who's the son, who's who's Garp's son, and who's Luffy's dad, and so I mean that's you know that's just the quite that's that's the question, you know, and it's, so I'm just hoping that we get a little bit of background there. Yeah, right, right, absolutely. Uh, also, um, for next season too, uh, I'd I like to see uh, Hal Meppo to see what happens to him because right now he's listed as a recurring character, but he was pretty much. Uh, close, close as you can get to being the part of the main cast without actually being listed as the main cast. Um, I, I'm assuming he's going to have a huge role next next season too, uh, Hilmepo. And so I'll, I'll be curious to see where they go with that character as well. Um, how how they will uh, develop him, keep him as a quote unquote good guy or not, and 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 see uh, what his honest point is because right now I, I don't know where they're going to go with the character you know I mean the only point they I mean the first season it was from from pompous ass and, and kind of evil <laughs> to, to yeah. you, you know you know the uh, what, what is it they say they say uh, before the fall uh, pride. The pride, pride the pride before the fall yeah pride so, before the fall yeah 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 I, I don't know where that comes from is that, is that a bit Bible. Of a yeah so yeah so so he th- he had that story arc. So the question is how what well, where's the story arc for season two? You know? I don't know if anybody has thoughts on that. Well, I mean he's gonna get trained by Garp too. He and Cody is Kobe have become friends. I mean at the end where he actually says, you know, I want to be trained like my friend here and that's when Kobe kinda looks at him like really? And he's like or whatever. But yeah, he's he's softening up. He's starting to get I mean, he's he put he's he's been put into a more humbling situation, and so he's 
being humbled, but he's adapting to it. And he's, you know, not as, he's not the arrogant, you know, not the arrogant kid that he was earlier. And so, and the thing is he and, and Kobe are going to be training and he says, you know, I want to be, he also wants to be the best swordsman. And I think his whole thing is he wants to, the thing is he has a little bit of of a vendetta against Zorro, even though he doesn't, obviously he does. It doesn't sound like he hates him, but he does not like him. And he wants to be able to defeat, to defeat Zorro. Right, right. Yep. Thoughts, uh, Mr. Mr. Fox. Thoughts. I think I'm okay where I am. All right. Um, all right. Oh, what did you say? No, no, I'm good on my end. So, yeah. Uh, uh, any other items that people want to bring up? Barrett. Nope. Let's. I'm good. Uh, all right. Uh, and you already said you were good too. Uh, so, Sean. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. um, that's that's it. We we uh, did we. I think we we pretty much talked about. Oh, just a more echo again. I think we talked pretty much about everything we had to write about our thoughts of next season too, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I guess that's pretty much it for our discussion of the finale of the season. Um, I, but we do have a, a little little time left that we can probably uh, talk about some things that may interest our listeners uh, that are also genre related. Uh, so uh, let's start with you, uh, Barrett. I know you're you're playing uh, the video game Diablo, and, and there's a new season. And maybe there there's is. other things other things you may want to bring up too. Go go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm playing Diablo 4 the second season to see how it is. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's going a lot faster than the other, the first season. I think they made some balance changes that are much better. Um, whether it will hold or not, I'm not sure. We'll see if I'll want to play a third, excuse me, season. Um, but I'm having a good time in this season. Um, as far as other genre-related stuff, I started watching The Fall of the House of Usher and the I got how the is first, that? The first episode is amazing, so I'm okay. definitely gonna watch to the end. It what, what, what channel is that on for folks that are Netflix, curious? isn't it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. All right, so Netflix. Um, okay. Flanagan, uh, the Flanagan guy, did it, yep. um, okay. and he's he, all of his work has been pretty stellar. So from Doctor Sleep to Midnight Mass and all that stuff. So well worth watching. Um, that's probably the biggest thing of been doing the last week so that's pretty much all right, it, sounds, that's it huh? all right sounds good uh sean what about yourself uh i know you uh went to a concert uh plus any other yeah. information so yes yeah, so i got to see guns and roses live it was a absolutely phenomenal show so fun so 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 good uh i was gonna say that i've been watching loki so loki's been great very very good for season two and just continuing to enjoy Our Flag Means Death, which is on uh, HBO Max Crave here in Canada. And just both just really fun shows. All right. Uh, anything else? Um, I think that's it for me, unless someone reminds me of something. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me... Um... 
I went to the theaters uh, with my kid, my my oldest daughter, just me and my oldest daughter went uh, to rewatch uh, the Taylor Swift Errors movie. Uh, so we saw that. We're surrounded by Swifties, and uh, it, was, it was it's a great movie. Um, I recommend if if you're a concert film fan and if you're a uh, Taylor Swift fan for sure. Um, it was it was pretty awesome, and everybody was there dressed in. Um, uh, Taylor stuff. So whether they dressed as one of the errors or they had T-shirts or or hats or something, uh, uh, it was a good time by everyone. Uh, this one I was on a regular uh, movie theater screen. While the first time I went with um, both my daughters and uh, my neighbor and his his son, uh, we we did it on IMAX. So uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, also, uh, I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk 2077. And it's new downloadable contact um, called Phantom City, I think it's called, or Phantom, yeah, Phantom City, I think it's called. And uh, so playing uh, that, I finally entered that section of the, the game. And once you get through the, the main story, beginning story, uh, it's fully integrated with the rest of the, the city, Night City, uh, which is the Cyberpunk 2077 um uh, set, setting, and uh, it fits in really well. Uh, so, uh, if you like uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, but in a Blade Runner uh, or or the movie Dread type of, um, uh, I guess setting, uh, then then this is a, a great game. Uh, high recommend and uh, big thumbs up. And um, that's pretty much it for me. So uh, let's go with you, uh, Kevin. What do you got? Not much of anything. Uh, I was just watching. I mean, since it's October, I have my favorite Halloween season movies I watch, like uh, the old Universal Dracula with Bela Lugosi, uh, Disney's Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Charlie Brown's uh, The Great Pumpkin. I oh, What else did I just watch? Uh, I watched something else. Oh, oh uh, I watched... Um, I watched, speaking of Disney, I watched two of their Haunted Mansion shows, like the, their their newest live-action Haunted Mansion movie and then the one with the Muppets. Uh, I also watched, and I was talking with Phil about this, and I know Dark Discussions did a, did an episode on this, but I, I didn't even know. I'm so far behind, but um, I'm trying to remember what the movie was. A Dwarf of Evil. Delivers from Evil, yes. I, I enjoyed that one. That That's also on Netflix. And I heard nothing but good things about Fall of the House of Usher. So, create another series to watch. Right. Uh, yeah, Delivers from Evil uh, is a film that was actually directed by and uh, written by uh, Scott Derrickson. Uh, Scott Derrickson, a uh, well-known director, uh, did the classic Sinister. And he also did... Oh, okay. Yeah, and he directed the 2016 Doctor Strange. And, okay, yeah. And he also directed uh, another pretty damn good horror film from a, a couple of years ago, uh, The Black Phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, great great okay. flick. Yeah, yeah. Der- Derek, Derek, Scott Derrickson's really good. I mean, Sinister put him on the map, and that was just absolutely phenomenal uh, film. And, and he's done some damn good films since then. It too. was no Babadook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst film ever. Worst film ever. 
Speaking of Scott Erickson, he does have a new film coming out, The Gorge, uh, which is uh, uh, going to be released by App on Apple TV, starring Anna T- Anya Taylor Joy. So uh, that looks pretty interesting. Uh, that's supposed to come out uh, most likely next year or two years from now. It's it's uh, it's very uh, under wraps. Uh, yeah, yep. Um, also, uh, I forgot, um, because Kevin just reminded me, because it is Halloween time, uh, I did watch uh, two Halloween films that we, I haven't seen for a while, and I thought it was appropriate to finally show my daughters uh, in piecemeal uh, until they got into it without being scared. Um, and uh, that was uh, A Quiet Place 2 and A Quiet Place 1. So, okay. Uh, I forgot how great those films were. Those films were so dang good. And... Uh, um, it also stars my favorite actress, too, Emily Blunt, whose birthday is the exact same day as me. Oh, there um, you go. Yeah, she just turned 40 this year, too, as a matter of fact. Um, so, yeah, she's uh, – it's great films. Um, the aliens are awesome. And, and the opening scenes for both films uh, are just phenomenal. Um, so if you haven't seen the, the first five minutes of the two films, especially the first five minutes of – uh, the first, I mean the second one, uh, you got to see it. It's, it's just amazing. Um, and speaking of Quiet Place uh, and Quiet Place 2, uh, A Quiet Place Day 1 uh, is already being advertised uh, with movie posters at, at the theaters. Um, and so that's going to be interesting. Um, that's coming out. That's not, that one is not starring uh, the main cast from the prior, nor is it a, um, a film that will um, have um the same director either but um i think it it's going to have something to do with the people on the island from the first i mean the second movie uh because Digimon Hansu uh who makes an appearance uh in a quiet place 2 um i think is going to show how he gets to the island okay uh, yeah, that'll be yeah, interesting. Cause, yeah, because he's one of the stars of of this one here. Uh, oh, and Lupita Nyong'o from um, uh, the, the, those films by Jordan Peele, uh, she's in it. And then uh, who else is in it? Uh, Joseph Quinn from um, Stranger Things. Alex Wolf, who is um, uh, the guy f- uh, from. Uh, that the uh, uh, hereditary, hereditary. Um, so it, well, let me actually make sure because he, this guy, uh, he has a brother. They have their brothers. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, it's interesting yeah. you're talking. It's interesting you're talking about. Um, it is talking hereditary. About, it's interesting when you're talking about Quiet Place. I watched Quiet Place, the first movie. In a in a theater full of deaf people, the deaf people will probably be some of the first probably be the first group to be eaten by the monsters because they are some of the noisiest people uh, I've been around in a movie theater because they, <laughs> well because they don't know they're making noise right right yeah, they I don't know, know, I know. they they don't know they're making noise and the I mean I was telling I mean I was with my wife when we were watching this and it was kind of funny because I've sitting there watching this movie and I heard this guy crunch, 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 munch, munch, munch. And then somebody else is doing the exact same thing. 
and I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at this. My wife can't hear any of this. And I'm signing to her what's going on. And she's just kind of rolling her eyes like, yeah, yeah, I know. Because we were in another movie where this guy was, a deaf guy was sitting behind us. And he was, monk, 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 you know, that. And Nan- and I and it was really distracting me, but he had no idea. Nancy almost turned around and wanted to tell him, look, I'm deaf and I can hear you, so cut it out. Um, well, speaking, speaking of, of uh, The Quiet Place, yeah, because they're, it's basically um, one of the members of the family in the two movies is deaf. And, and so um, the sign language and, and – um, uh, your wife. Or, it's a uh, great yeah. skill to have. It's a wonderful skill to have. Whether you sure. can hear or not, it's a great skill to have. Well, it is for sure in this movie, I'll tell you that. Those two movies. Yeah. Um, but the director of uh, the new one that's coming out, and uh, when that is coming out, uh, again, uh, I have no idea, but it's um, the guy that did the, uh, it's Michael Sarnowski, and Michael Sarnowski is the guy that uh, directed Pig. Remember that movie? About oh, that was so good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Great films. Yeah, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, that was an absolutely phenomenal film. Um, yeah, and so uh, this film here, uh, A Quiet Place 1, is also written by him, too. So um, they're, they're giving him the full range. Uh, just because, I mean, he was just amazing directing Pig and writing Pig. So I can see why they would, would give him a shot. Um, so, yeah. All right, so uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, before we do some wrapping up of our podcast and our final thoughts and whatnot, uh, we do have a couple of things. Uh, Barrett, what's that other podcast that is the main podcast of the Dark Discussions News Network? What's that all about? Dark Discussions, it's the main podcast where we discuss pretty much horror films in general. Uh, once in a while, we'll branch out into like Jurassic Park movies and stuff like that. But generally, just horror. Um, and it is the main podcast, so you should be listening to it. Yep, and that comes out weekly. Comes out weekly. Yep, weekly. Yep. yep. So uh, anybody who uh, enjoys this podcast and wants to continue to hear uh, some of the co-hosts, um, you can continue to hear us uh, weekly. It comes out basically fifty-two times a year. Um, and uh, Sean, what, what's that podcast that uh, you, me, and Barrett, among other co-hosts, including Kevin, do, do and we just did some superhero stuff, and we're going to do another superhero stuff in November. What's, what, what's that all about? I believe you would be talking about Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, and the last episode that we did for that, that we recorded before this, was the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's 2021 version of Suicide Squad, which was fantastic, and then we're going to be looking to do first uh, season of Peacemaker which is an also very awesome show to watch. So very much looking to break that uh, first season down. Right. And, and, and even though those are both superhero things in DC specifically, uh, the podcast is a, it's all over. We do indie movies. We do, we have the month for the LGBTQ plus with where we do the ours, the lesbian art house movies in June. Uh, we do a lot of the movies that, Dark Discussions main feed won't do because it doesn't fall within that purview. So it's a way for us to get other movies, some older movies, and just like smaller movies that might not uh, have been uh, viewed before. So it's kind of an all over the place. And we've done interviews with the directors and producers of some of the stuff that we've reviewed. And you, you and Barrett have done book stuff, I believe. So 
with uh, with the authors or whatever. So it's kind of a, like the it's like the utility the utility podcast. It's <laughs> covering all the stuff that uh, Dark Discussions is more specific, more specified on. So, but it's it's a really fun one. Yep, indeed. Uh, and uh, Kevin, uh, what was that? Uh, podcast that uh, we wrapped up about a year ago uh, that was about a TV series and about witches and vampires and stuff. And what was that all about? Discovery of Witches. That was the show it was all based off of. And I don't remember. Uh, something about witches, demons, and something. But but explain what the podcast was. So for okay. those who want to go check it out. Okay, it is, a, it is uh, based off of the show Discovery of Witches, which can be found uh on bbc but also on shutter and it's uh, a very good show it's a couple seasons and it's about a society of demons witches and uh vampires um who live around london around the world and they're just essentially in fighting and one group's infighting, one group's trying to be peaceful with each other, and it's it's a fun show to watch, and it, it was a fun podcast to do. And it's also interesting to know that we were the only all-male podcast to, to, uh, to do a po- – all-male crew to do a podcast on it. Indeed, indeed. So uh, you can, people can go check that out. Par- that podcast out is called "Discovery of Witches, Demons, and Vampires," based off of uh, the British television series uh, on Shudder, uh, "A Discovery of Witches," which uh, people can uh, find anywhere podcasts are found. Um, all right. So, um, what we're going to do? What are we going to do uh, now, Barrett? Since uh, this podcast, uh, there is no more episodes. What's what's the what's the future for this podcast? Well, this podcast will go on because, as we see at the, on the very last episode of this season, it says it's already been approved for a season two. So we will do season two with how much we liked this season. There's a lot of shows where we would not <laughs> do a second season, but this one is good enough and so great that we will continue when the show comes back. Jared, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. So uh, we're only on hiatus, right? We're only on hiatus. We're only on hiatus. We exist all the yep. time. Yep. Yep. So, 2024 so, is probably going to be busy for us, right? House of the Dragon coming back and whatever else yeah, comes yeah. around there. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it really all – this, this podcast uh, along with our House of a Dragon podcast that we do uh, – and what's the name of that podcast, uh, Sean? I mean, Which one yeah, is- yeah, yeah, the one was the uh, House of the Dragon. What's the name of that podcast? Oh, you mean A Destination oh, of Dragons, a House yes. of the Dragon Game of Thrones podcast. That's right. That's right. So so we, we have a, a, a few other podcasts on hiatus as well. Even even the She-Hulk, if there ever Could is a be, yeah. too, which I don't know we- if there, there will be, but if there is, that's technically on hiatus too, right? Yeah, and I would do a second the- season of that. And yeah. the second season of Arise of the Cordyceps Infected will surely have more oh, zombies right. in The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. I forgot about that podcast. I'm, I'm dreading to have to do that yeah. show again because that's just... No, you shouldn't dread. I mean, it was still a it's well-produced not, show. Yeah, and it you wasn't just have horrible. to t- change just, the expectations, right? Yeah. They, they need more zombies in the second season. Let's just yeah. be honest. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, but, but, but this way, if we weren't... If the podcast wasn't on hiatus, which is called the 
the rise of the cordyceps infected uh, last of us podcast um i i probably w- wouldn't watch the show anymore if if we weren't doing the podcast but <laughs> I, I did not I, I was not a fan i was not a fan um but yeah we're, we're going to come back for that podcast we're going to come back for a destination of dragons podcast we're going to come back for the boa hancock and the one piece podcast uh, if there would be another She-Hulk podcast uh, uh, season, we would we would come back for that podcast, which is She-Hulk, Avenger of the Law, and then um, yeah, so so there, there's there's a bunch of podcasts that we've done for television series, uh, specifically uh, along with this one. So uh, whenever those shows pop up again on their respective television uh, networks, uh, we will appear and be back. The one thing I will add, though, for The Last of Us is that the most favorite sequence of that whole first season was the end of the first episode when they play Never Let Me Down Again by Tepesh Mode, and you mm-hmm. get, you're getting the total horror thing, and it had I, so much promise, so much I, promise. Well, you, you know what, Sean? I, I'll say the best part of the podcast was when you said, I, I think the monkeys must be long, uh, caretakers of the grass, because the, all the grass is short. There's no long grass. <laughs> I, 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 that, was, that was the best line ever. That was well done. And, and I'll say this. Rewatching A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2, those do have long grass. They did not screw so up. So they like, paid attention to that detail. Yes, yes. Uh, because because the running joke is, why do all the zombie shows ha- have uh, short grass when there's no one to mow the grass? Because then it's the apocalypse and it's like a year later, you know. Um, a Quiet Place is good, but but yeah, the the monkeys. The monkeys did it. They mowed, they mowed the lawn. They, they're, they're the gardeners. I almost forgot about that. That's fantastic. Thanks, Bill. I needed to laugh today, so I appreciate that. <laughs> what a stupid show. That show sucked. I hated it. I, again, I would not. I would not be doing it if, if, if we weren't doing a podcast. But you think, but, though, like, if this is the thing where, like, you think don't they have people? I mean, they should have done this for the freaking stand miniseries in 2021, where you would have someone look over and say, "Hey, this was the source material," and you've basically change the source material because you think your story is better. Oh, come on. Rings yeah. of power. Jeez. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a, it, you seriously, you would think like, like someone would be, you know, the quality assurance would sit down and watch the show and go, uh, wasn't there supposed to be zombies in this show? <laughs> well, and, and here's the problem. You get into so many egos and when you yep. read these articles where these, these guys get interviewed, like, it's the same for the stand guys as for the Rings of Power guys. They do not understand why people don't love everything that they're doing. And yeah, narcissistic personality disorders. Yeah, they that don't also love the material like, like we do. You know? that, that also sounds a bit like, um, what was it, American Gods? Oh, yeah. my God, that was, that was another bad one. The first oh season was okay. It was after that. It went, went off the rails. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Season one was half decent. It wasn't great, but it was it was half decent. And then it just was terrible after that. It was run yeah. rubbish. Rubbish. Oh, there's been so, oh my god, Lovecraft Country. That was so terrible. <laughs> oh, that that <laughs> never can, happened. That never. Yeah, happened. that never happened. Yeah, yeah. We, I, that I, never. And we can even look yeah. at the last two seasons, well, the last season of Game of Thrones, the the original Game of Thrones, and just how. Oh, I like you could it. tell the you could well you could tell that the showrunners were 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 you know not fully engaged. You could be that. right. 
but but because it, you went from you went from the start of the series where it took a year to travel places to everyone yeah, yeah. teleporting by raving. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The episode where they put the catapults on the outside of the walls was all I had to see to say they are stupid. I don't even remember that, but, but but the thing that I liked about the last season of Game of Thrones or the last couple of seasons is everything I wanted to happen paid off. Like I said, it was going to happen. I predicted everything. It was great. It's great. That is interesting. So a friend awesome. of you'll like this, Phil. A friend of mine is watching Lovecraft Country, and he's like, "I don't understand what the heck is going on with this show, and why, why? they did it as an anthology." Tell tell, like, tell your friend to stop watching yeah. and my and give him my utter condolences. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, you're you're a bad friend, Barrett. I didn't tell him to watch it. No, you, you tell him. You tell him to stop watching it, like Kevin said. I'm not gonna. No, misery loves company. Come on. <laughs> That's terrible. You're so evil. No, you don't know this friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope he, hey, I hope you're listening to this podcast. Because oh, <laughs> he actually listens to it sometimes. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, all right. So, so uh, that's pretty much it then, I guess. Um, does he listen to Bowie Hancock or Dark Discussion or all of them? He's been listening to Dark Discussions. It just depends okay. on his mood. He's he's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's all good. He doesn't work with us, does he? No, he does not. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, either way, uh, so that pretty much wraps up. Uh, Barrett explained what we're doing. So uh, we'll be gone for a year, maybe whatever, for this podcast until the season two comes up, assuming the, the Chinese and, and stuff don't nuke us all. And um, we hey, will... defense minister just disappeared, so, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's not a good sign. He was probably saying, we don't want to do what you want to do, <laughs> Z. And Z says, no, no, we want to do what we want to do. And that's not a good thing. Um, but either way... Um, we are available on Dark Discussions Podcast for sure, but you can always go to www.darkdiscussions.com um, and all the podcasts pop up uh, on, on, the, on the website. Uh, a multiple uh, podcasts pop up uh, three or four times a week, including uh, some of our uh, cousin podcasts, uh, th- those podcasts that are hosted by us that are friends of us, but uh, they don't participate on our podcast or vice versa. They're just part of the, the network as friends. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff you can you can go and listen to there. And then, of course, you can just go to Dark Discussions Podcast and uh, um, uh, uh, what's, the, what's the word when you, when you want to uh, check off to, to, to join a, a podcast? Subscribe. Subscribe. That's the word I'm looking for. I had a, I had a blank space, baby. That's what you, you had. You had an over fifty. You had an over fifty moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. A blank space. I was. I used that joke earlier uh, for dark discussions. My Taylor Swift uh, thing. But honestly, that one I did forget the word, and I did forget the word, and yeah. and. Uh, no, I didn't forget the word in the other one. That one I was using that as an analogy of how a character had forgotten something. But yeah, I completely forgot to subscribe. So you can subscribe to Dark Discussions Podcast, the feed, wherever podcasts are found, and you can still continue to hear us because, uh, as uh, Sean mentioned, we're going to be doing a Halloween Boutique Psychotronic review about uh, a Peacemaker. Uh, we got a bunch of other things that we have uh, 
coming up on Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Review as well. And then we also have uh, each week the Dark Discussions podcast where we review a different movie. Um, all right, so that's pretty much it. So uh, let's give our final thoughts on, I guess, the season. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah, great show. Everyone should be watching it. It will put you in a good mood. It's got great backstories, great filming, just great acting. Uh, well worth watching this show. Uh, it's going to be my number one show of the year, no doubt. Indeed, indeed. It's a fair point. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. I was uh, well uh, versed in, in the source material. Of, uh, I have uh, my kids have anime figures of Boa Hancock, uh, among other stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great show. Uh, when it came up live action, uh, I had to see it. Um, and I took my daughter to see want my older daughter to see the movie uh, that came from Japan earlier this year, uh, One Piece Red. Um, but either way, it's a, it's a great, great show, great time. And uh, if, if we knew how great the character Luffy was going to be, we would have named the podcast Be Like Luffy. I think that would have been an awesome name. Uh, but, yeah, big thumbs up. Uh, let's go with you, Kevin. Uh, like, like others are saying, this is a great show. Please watch it. You you won't regret it. This is one of those shows that every single episode is fun. Every single episode is great. And you really enjoy the main characters and even the side characters. You enjoy them too. Even the bad guys, they, they kind of have their own. They're, they're good for bad guys. I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely bad guys. They're, they're well-founded bad guys. And twiddles oh good he's gonna fight him now and that type of thing it's and i i'm really looking forward to the to the next season and i'm gonna have to watch the actual uh anime just to see the difference and just to see how the the two shows are and maybe find out who this boa hancock person is all right sounds good yeah she's one of the big uh popular <laughs> Uh, characters that all the women do cosplay on, as a matter of fact. Uh, she, like, like you know what? She's like Holly Quinn. You know, you, you see her. Or the, oh, yeah. the, or the girls from, uh, from uh, what's that? Uh, what's that one where where they go uh, finish fin- the finish move? Where the the fight game? Uh, the the fight game. You guys know the fight Are games. You, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. That's right. Yeah, Lena like, and what's yes. her name? Yeah, Jade and what's the third one? There's three. Alina, of them. Yeah, who's the the other one? Is it? Oh, what is it? Katana. Yeah, Katana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 Boa Hancock is like Holly Quinn, Poison Ivy, and and the three chicks from from Mortal Kombat, where all the ladies uh, cosplay are when you go to conventions. So, uh, Boa Hancock. Yep. Do do a Google search on Boa Hancock, uh, Kevin, and you'll, you'll get you'll. Get to see see uh, what, what it's all about. Uh, she even has her own Wikipedia page. She's that popular of a character. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So uh, that's it. We're done. That's it. Yep. Uh, thank you for uh, sharing our. John journey, doesn't right? need to say his stuff, right? Oh, oh, we forgot Sean. We forgot Sean. We didn't. I, you did. I, I, I just ruined your day even more, John. I apologize. Go ahead, John. Oh, that was great. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was that. We had a fun. We had a run, one run, so it was that's what I'll take. Um, fantastic, a fantastic series. 
every episode's great. Casting is great. The production, quality, story, everything is absolutely phenomenal. And it is totally worth investing your time in and watching more than once because you will pick up a lot of awesome stuff doing so. And uh, just looking forward to what happens with season two. And I want to make one bad joke because I didn't get a chance uh, earlier on was we, we had a talk offline about uh, people selling out when they get their big contracts for music. And I'm like, all those people who are so happy for Luffy, who would interact with him before he gets the one piece and becomes the king of the pirates, they can say they knew him when, and then he sold out because he became king of the pirates. You know what? And this is what's funny about when people call bands and stuff sellouts. They're just living their dream, man. Exactly. They're living their dream. And that's what they should be doing. And just because they're making money doing it, there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nope. You got to eat. Yep. Everybody's got to work. And if you you can eat because of your doing your dream, like, who doesn't want that? Exactly. Right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, On on a side note, uh, we want to wish happy birthday, uh, again, October 24th, 2023, that we're recording this, uh, to actor Dan Lynch, uh, big friend friend of the network. So, yeah, he's he's joined us a number of times on – episodes as a sometimes co-host and uh, he's actually coming up to join us in november uh when i i say us we're talking halloween boutique psychotronic reviews because he wants to do the movie dread all right i think i I think some of the folks here on this podcast will want to want to participate in that episode too because dread's a great film oh it is great yeah we're talking about like judge dread right yeah, yeah, the one, yeah, the one, yeah, the, the really the good, good one. With yeah. Carl Urban and uh, what's her name? Yeah, and, uh, oh man, Cersei, Cersei, Cersei. Yeah, I can watch I that think... movie over and over and over again because it's so Lena well Lena. done. Yeah, I'll yes. watch that movie again. I watched it once before, and that was really good. Uh, the soundtrack, yeah. the whole thing is awesome. Uh, yeah, if you like, if you like the movie, you got to play Cyberpunk uh, 2077. But uh, either way, um, yeah, Dan texts me about a week ago. He goes, "Hey Phil, you ever seen that that Dread film?" And I'm like, the new Dread film? And I'm thinking, is there a new Dread film? So I look it up and there's none. I go, you mean the 2012 one? He goes, yeah. I go, yeah, that movie's phenomenal. It's by the same guy that did Annihilation. Uh, and um, uh, 28 Days Later and uh, X Mac. Mac, and I, because he, he, drew, he wrote all the scripts for all those movies, oh, wow. as, well as, as well as Dread. And then he also directed Annihilation and X Mac. And, and, and Dan goes, yeah, yeah, this movie's awesome. I, I'm late to the game, dude. I go, oh, hey, if you want to do an episode on it, uh, he goes, yeah, let's do it in November. So we're gonna we're gonna put that on the calendar to to get get in there. So yeah, and Dan Lynch will, yeah, Dan Lynch will be joining us. A great actor for such movies as Circle. Everybody should check that film out. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's a phenomenal uh, movie, great science fiction film. And uh, Dan Dan is in that movie, among many other films. Um, all right, so that's pretty much it. Um, I guess anybody want to say anything else uh, to our listeners or anything because we got a long hiatus. Anyone? Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for giving us a chance to do this. We appreciate it. Anyone else? All right, fair enough. All right, so uh, with all that stated, Barrett, why don't you leave us out? Thanks again for joining us on the finale uh, podcast episode of Boa Hancock and the One Piece. Uh, reviewing the show One Piece. Join us next season when we will be back. We will be back! Be like Luffy!